Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have evangelist Jody Cagle from Cartersville, Georgia, in the Atlanta area with me. And you can contact Jody at Jody Cagle Ministries on his Facebook page. Well, let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're a good, merciful, gracious God. We come to you today hungry, Father. Speak through Jody, Father. We come not only to hear the word, Father, but to apply it to our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, Jody, I'm so honored to have you today. Thank you for taking time. I know you got a little bit of drive to head back uh, south here in a bit, so thank you so much for taking time. I'm just going to turn it over to you for whatever the Lord has on your heart today. Praise God. Thank you for allowing me to come on here and share. Just kind of wanted to share a little bit what happened to me uh, about 16 years ago. You know, the scripture in Romans, uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And just a quick testimony about how God used my mother-in-law and father-in-law. We were uh, living in Oklahoma. We were pastoring, senior pastoring, me and my wife, and had a two-year-old son, almost three-year-old. Then my wife was pregnant with our daughter, and she's now 16. Mm -hmm. But I went on a mission trip to Armenia, Colombia, and we left out, and we were preaching the gospel. We were helping build a Bible school during the day and preaching at night. So it was pretty awesome, man, to see God move, the Holy Ghost move, just healings and just salvations and just a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, on Wednesday of that week, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, who are also fellow ministers, uh, felt the Spirit of God speak to them and say that Jody, myself, was in trouble on Wednesday. So they went to praying in the Spirit and how vital that is, not just for ourselves, but for other people. Amen. Because we can pray for other people when they don't even know. Because Wednesday, I was not in trouble, but the Holy Ghost told my mother-in-law and father-in-law, uh, which is Dale and Susie Begley, uh, by the way. But uh, anyway, they had heard from the Lord saying and that I was in trouble. So they began to pray in the Spirit. And they prayed in the Spirit until they felt what we call or what they used to call a release. Mm -hmm. And once they felt a release, they knew that I was okay. And so they called my wife, which she was at the time in Georgia, waiting on me while I was gone on the mission trip. And they told her, Jody's in trouble, but he's going to be okay. So Wednesday, we got done with the work at the Bible school. And then I preached Wednesday night at a church service and had amazing, amazing anointing and the gifts and just healings and just salvation. I mean, just, just God really moving in our service. Mm -hmm. So I talked to her Wednesday night after service. And she said, hey, mom and dad said you were in trouble that they were praying for you. And I said, no, I'm not in trouble. I said, I just got finished with a service. Everything's great. So the next morning, Thursday morning, uh, we go to the job site. And in Armenia, Colombia, countries, you know, other countries, they build buildings a little bit different than we do here. Yep. So 
the way this building was built, it was a three-story building. It was set on a hill, and so it overlooked the city. And we climbed up on this platform, which was just below the roof. But we could see out the roof to the city. And we were taking pictures and everything. So this platform, of course, I'm a little short in stature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I could not see over the roof line behind me. So the roof line was a little bit taller than me. So all I did, I was standing on that platform. I swung my left leg over onto the roof just to try to raise myself up and take a picture of the city behind me. And so when I threw my leg up on that roof, they had painted it black, and I did not know it was a skylight. Oh, wow. So for the next few moments, I do not remember. I fell straight through that skylight, through three-story building, and I landed on my heels on concrete steps, and I tumbled the rest of the way. Now, I don't remember that. I was, I guess it had knocked me unconscious falling through. And so I remember, though, that I was laying there and I was trying to come to. And we had probably about 25 or 30 missionaries with us. Okay. But I heard praying like I'd never heard praying before. And in my mind, I was thinking, I don't remember us going to a church service. Why am I in a church service? So I said, I got to open my eyes. So when I opened my eyes, they all began to shout, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. And so I looked around and then I remember my left leg was behind me. I was laying on my left leg uh, and I said, I got to kick my leg out. You know, it's hurting. So I kicked my left leg out. I was laying on my right side. So I was trying to pick myself up with my right arm. Well, when I went to move my right arm, it would not move. And so I knew it's something had happened. I looked down. I began to see blood and different things. So the next few moments, they called an ambulance. And the missionaries took me to the hospital, which they began to run tests. They began to check everything. They began to look at, you know, with in my intestines, with my back, my legs, and all that. And so once they finished that, the Armenia doctors told me that my back needed to have surgery, that if they moved me to the left or to the right, that I could be paralyzed the rest of my life. And so I was pastoring at the time in Oklahoma. So here I am, a man of God, preaching the gospel. I just fell in a foreign country, and I'm laying on a hospital bed, flat on my back. And I look to my dad, who was with me on this mission trip, And I said, Dad, I don't know what to do. The American doctors called later that day, and I told them exactly what I just told you. Mm -hmm. And the American doctor said, it's your decision. They're good surgeons, but they're not very clean in surgery. So we'll come and get you if you want us to come get you, or you can let them do surgery. And I looked at my dad, and I said, Dad, I don't know what to do. And my dad looked at me, and I'll never forget it. He said, God has not brought us this far to leave us where we're at, but he's brought us this far to take us even further. And I began to weep, and I called my wife, and I told her I want to come home. And the American doctors called me the next day, and they said, what's your decision? I said, come and get me. I want to come home. 
Long story short, I came home to Atlanta, Georgia, put me in a hospital. They did a scan on my back. The only thing I had was a fractured vertebrae. I had a dislocated elbow on my right arm, and then I had a few stitches in the back of my head. And I said, and so they said, well, you don't need surgery. You just got a fractured vertebrae. We'll put you in a back brace for a couple of months, and it'll heal up just fine. And so the point of my story is I'm standing before you or sitting here before you talking to you today, and I'm alive and well because somebody prayed for me. And so no matter if you're listening today, no matter if you're discouraged today, no matter if you're full of faith today, maybe you're older, younger, middle-aged, no matter who you are, we need to only pray for ourselves. We got to pray for other people. And it's so important to know when the Holy Ghost says to intercede, to intercede for other people on their behalf. So thank God I'm alive because my mother-in-law and my father-in-law obeyed the Lord and interceded. So right now, if you don't mind, can I pray for yes, them? Please. Lord, we just thank you right now, no matter who's listening to this broadcast. Father, I pray, I pray, I intercede for those that are going through a tough time. Whether it be sickness, whether it be pain, whether it be discomfort, whether it be lack of finances, or maybe it's household salvation that they need, or whatever the problem or the issue that they might be facing in their life. And Father, I pray and I stand in the gap for them, and I plead the blood of Jesus over them, and I declare freedom over them. I declare healing over them. I declare provision to come over them and to come to them in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you that you make a way where there seems to be no way. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We thank you, God, that you are allowing me to intercede for these people and allowing me to stand in the gap just as someone did for me. And I'm alive today because of that. And I thank you that they'll live and not die and declare the works of the Lord as well. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. We're looking forward to tomorrow to continuing on from here, Brother Jody. And if you want to contact his ministry, you can do so at Jody Kegel Ministries on the Facebook page. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.